In this episode, Erwin and I talk about the revival of early 2000s culture, such as TV shows, fashion, and especially music. We also dive back into health tech and wearable tech. We go on a long tangent about like the future of healthcare. Then finally, we talk about the great resignation, what it means for the job market, supply chains, and Erwin asks Javi some weird like, prediction questions, even though I'm definitely not a subject matter expert on any of this. Anyways, Animal Music's back, y'all. Peace. What's up, everybody? This is the Difficult to Please podcast, episode 38. Mm-hmm, 38. Ooh. Yep. I was trying to, like, not to do another celebration thing like we do in a previous episode, so I'm trying to mellow it down a little bit. Getting into a forties. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we're getting into a uh, uh, the the midlife crisis of our ep- episodes. Is that what you're trying to say? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna build a penis rocket and ship myself to the space now. <laughs> oh, we're... only when we get to the, uh, become uh, ship Shiba Coin millionaires. <laughs> There's a lot that uh, that happened the last few since our last recording. I remember you're so hyped about talking about doing two episodes, but just Never panned out, and oh, so going yeah. back to one for now. One for now. Uh, we are recording on October twentieth. This is Wednesday, Wednesday evening. Um, usually, it's been a month. Yeah, it's been about a month. Um, yeah. uh, JV was up here recently in Portland. Uh, yeah, someone was we were... asking if we're going to do a live recording. Oh. Like I didn't bring my camera. I mean, it wouldn't cool if we had like a one camera setup and we just. It'd be like a one camera setup, two of us on one table, just talking. We don't have a space set up in here. It's just I'm I'm recording in the room that JV slept in, so it's not like tight, really comfortable. I was like, what is this? It's a heater. I'm like, oh, built into the house. Oh yeah, I mean, living in the Northwest, it's it's a change. Um, having like not portable heaters but like uh there's no central air so every room has its own heater that's interesting or okay like radiator whatever you want to call it that's basically what we have in each room. Mm-hmm. got it interesting Just but yeah late october almost halloween yeah the covid's gonna get out there haunt your kids i'm just getting on uh, <laughs> uh, i'm gonna do that um, I mean, so I mean we're still quarantined a little bit, or I don't know, we're not really quarantined, but we're we're all still pretty inside for a while. A lot of shit's been going on. A lot, a lot of shit been has going been going on, and uh, since it's been about a month uh, since we last recorded, it's just uh, with all the amount of news, video game, pop culture, and all this stuff, it's it's crazy how uh, we've um, full circle, full circle, full circle. Why is that so hard for you? To, why was that so Bro. hard for you to say? I don't. That, it was pretty rough, but uh, yeah, everything's kind of full circle. Um, I know we we keep talking about the, that weird Pokemon story about Afghanistan. Um, yeah, is there an update to it? Is there like a part three to this story? There's, there's no part three, but I, uh, in just doing light research on the internet and. and video game pop culture is that uh since 
this is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So 1996 to 2021. Uh, it's it's a trip how the Pokemon card game they've re released uh their OG set. Oh of, wow! Okay. Uh, yes. So they they did like um the the Charizard, Blastoise, you know, so are like all like the rare hollows from like the OG set, mm-hmm. like Yellow Cheek, Pikachu, etc. Um. So they have a whole collection of that uh, that's been sold out everywhere. You can't, it's barely, like, you can barely find that. I'm trying but to find it, my Pokemon cards. I still have them somewhere. I don't know where they are. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's right now, it's this kind of, like, we're in a cycle of uh, everything that was cool in middle school is uh, cool again. It's, like, the 20-year cycle, right? So it's 20-plus years, and it's, it's this weird kind of... Uh, it's just it's it's those kind of like trends and and the kind of uh I know you're gonna talk about it too but like uh it's like I know Pokemon's kind of like this classic thing that grows with every like generation right every release of a like a a new video game there's a new region that they unlock and there's a set of Pokemon but um just that just to re- do like a re a true re release of like the original Pokemon cards from like 2000. Like, what what's going on here? Like, I like I remember going to Artifact and buying those like hologram, uh, uh, and like rare cards and like the energy cards from fucking Artifact like back in the day. So it's like mm-hmm. this this to come full circle, like as a fucking like thirty something, and I see <laughs> I see a twenty fifth anniversary of the things I grew up in middle school. I'm like, what? It just feels weird that it's coming back. So the the big thing about this episode is we're talking about basically the two thousands back baby. It's like, weird. They're back. Shit. We're gonna go through like different things that are just coming back that we're just like, well, what the fuck? That's like already from the two thousands. Like Pokemon cards coming back, which is so crazy. Um, ever since the pandemic and whatnot, um, I've been noticing like different fashion trends that are happening, and I don't get how because everyone's at home. So I'm like, wait, how do people like show off their clothes and stuff like that? And it's crazy seeing Relax Fit become a thing now. Like, why? Ooh. Why is Relax Fit still Ooh. a thing? Ooh. Dude, I... <laughs> you know, I... To, to jump on the trend, too, I recently bought a pair of Relax Fit uh, Carhartt pants. Man. Like, oh, yo. Yo, it's, it's a trip because, like, I've been like I've been wearing, like, you know, Japanese, like, raw denim, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, Slim Fit. 511 Levi's. It's such a nice change to wear like comfortable ass jeans, dude. <laughs> like shit my thighs fit through. It's really fucking comfortable, man. Maybe that's who Relax Fit was designed for. <laughs> it was designed for the people who are just like after middle age, it was just like, fuck. My thighs can't fit in these pants anymore. Well, cause like, you know, remember like the trend back in the day was like Jeans were kind of like that already like relaxed fit boot cut um straight leg denim and then mm-hmm. like emo dudes bought like girl jeans because they want yeah because they wanted the skinnier cut because nobody was making a skinnier cut right so now it's like it's just like this weird thing where like for the last 20 some odd years or like 10 15 whatever we've been wearing skinny jeans or skinnier jeans 
Mm-hmm. Slim. I I wore a slim, slim, but yeah, not not skinny. I couldn't do skinny. Yeah, I can only do slim from straights, but I can't do skinny jeans. That's it's like mm. there's my no- thighs. <laughs> my thighs are too. <laughs> it's kind of sus, but yeah, my fucking thighs too big for skinny jeans, bro. Yeah, no, uh, I couldn't do it. I didn't like that shit hugging me. Yeah, so I mean, like, I get it now. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like wearing sweatpants, but like back in middle school, like it's just like wearing these these cuts that really don't look flattering. It's just comfortable. Yeah. True. <laughs> it's comfortable. <laughs> do you think if? This pandemic didn't happen. It would be a thing just because now people are like, just want to be comfortable now. I'm not, I don't have to show off to anybody. No, because I think that no. it's just part of the fashion cycle. Fashion cycle. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, uh, that's fair. That's it. I mean, I I think there's the comfort. I think the thing with the pandemic, and I, we, we talked about it in previous episodes, is the like dress code changing of like mm-hmm. the, the, the more casual approach in office spaces and businesses around like, I, I could see that having like a more relaxed dress code right not right necessarily like casual friday every day yeah basically casual friday every day sweatpants whatever um but now you can wear joggers you can wear relaxed fit jeans well what's the I forget the weird number cut it's like 541s or something like that something like that yeah uh, i remember like, i saw those at the base i was like what yeah it's it's the uh, it's not like a common one I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember yet. Definitely. Um, another thing that kind of is coming back from the 2000s too is uh, Britney Spears. Free Britney. Well, so, yeah, seriously. Okay, so Free Britney <laughs> came back too. But the music industry is kind of interesting. Sorry, I know this. Is, I didn't put this in like one of our No, it's all good. I'm always right. Uh, yeah, so uh, I've been. I was listening to like switched on pop and about the whole economics of uh, the music industry and how these uh, big labels are trying to reintroduce 2000s music. Like they're trying to recreate their 2000s hits, like probably change up the beat a little bit, but still use that same tone and like um, whatever, just trying to mimic uh, what was popular during our generation. Kind of like how um, the Olivia Rodriguez album, Rodrigo, yeah, Rodrigo album. It's like it had a lot of like 2000 sounding, like it sounded like a lot of previous hits. Yeah, and I guess like there were there are other artists like that. I I think I heard um on Switched on Pop they talked about I'm not sure it was Switched on Pop or uh whatever, but one of the the box one, yeah, one one of the box box media, (laughs) yeah, the box ones. It just talked about how all these uh, music producers are kind of coming back to the from the 2000s are coming back to recreate hits. It's it's interesting. So I was like, oh yeah, okay. Now definitely in the music industry, the 2000s are coming back. I mean, I'm just gonna wait for Napster to come back too. Yeah, right. Napster is done, bro. No, but I'll I'll say this about like uh, I was I've been hearing recently. I was, emo uh, music's back. Oh. Emo music's back. E- but, uh, e- emo music is back. What was? I was uh, listening to the Ezra Klein podcast, and uh, he had an expert talking about how uh, what Web 3.0 is going to look like, and mm-hmm. uh, the idea behind Napster and owning the music. And I we talked about this before. Like, yo, when you buy something on Apple and iTunes, title, I, I'm not title, 
whatever a digital download mm-hmm. you don't own that music like it's not like napster where you when you download a file that's your file or a copy of a file correct versus like if you buy it from itunes or any kind of like paid service you don't necessarily own it. you own the you have a copy of the rights to that music because an apple can always fucking pull it I was like, oh shit, I literally been fucking talking this talking about this for like two years. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Music. Well, yeah, that's if you have like the whole Spotify thing. Like you know me, I'm like a very big pro iPod person and I still carry mine. Yeah, because still you, use iTunes. Because JV, you still own the music. If you guys don't know, JV is the only one that has like all these OSTs from different, very like niche animes from like nineteen ninety eight to now. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Japanese artists that you cannot find anywhere else. Like I get it. You're the you're probably the only person who can like flex the iPod classic because <laughs> those songs you won't find. You won't mod yeah, your you iPod. Yeah, you won't find that on iTunes yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, you won't find yeah, anything. That, check that shit out. That's a modded iPod Dana or iPod classic with like a solid state like 500 and shit like. Just a regular iPod, man. I don't know why you get all crazy about. It. No, because you know those like those models are like the 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 tier for like anybody who's trying to like preserve their their music library because oh you know, yeah no I have to have like a, my own copy of iTunes and I just load it yeah. up and man I am like it's taking me forever to load everything to YouTube Music. See? Yeah, I'm like what? See, I'm one of those people who is on YouTube Music. Like, like, like it's this. This is all a tangent, but like, Aaliyah's yeah. music just like all her albums are just releasing on Spotify. That's true. Plus, yeah, twenty plus years of no Aaliyah. I mean, like, it was only on the radio, obviously. I mean, you can buy CDs or whatever, but like, for the to to have this long without uh, on on streaming services, I'm like, dude, I've. I've had that MP3 sitting on my <laughs> in one of my folders here. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's just a trip. Yeah, it, and, and if contracts go awry within the next ten twenty years, like music can disappear from one service to another. Correct. That's yeah. Just, no, that's, that's a, just, it's that's a trip. Cool. Right. It, it's a trip because when you said, "Uh, what happens to your music with Spotify?" I'm like, "Yeah, like, you don't own it." Well, like everyone get iPod Classic, but there's also very specific things like, um, uh, like CDs from like. Um, do you remember like um, those compilations, like the emo, the emo compilations, like pop goes like, punk, pop yeah, goes, yeah, 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 or like punk goes crunk, like yo, like those. Those are tight. Like there, are, there are some. There's some fucking bands that don't exist anymore you know what i'm saying like right rufio or something yeah and uh fucking yeah i don't think rufio was on fucking spotify or streaming and, yeah it's, played, it's, it's, you have to go on youtube for that like oh, oh shit <laughs> and um yeah graceful just kidding 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 but yeah um, go ahead no no but just just Going back to, to to emo music and how it's 
it's the iteration of it is now. It's mm-hmm. it's a trip because um the new generation, like Gen Z is anybody who's like considers themselves in their like late teens and early twenties, like the the emo music now that's coming out is a very different sound from um like the origins of emo, like I want to say like golden age emo. Oh yeah, it's not just guitars anymore. There's beats yeah. with emo. Yeah. It, it, it's bizarre, but it's. I mean, I like it. I, I think some of it's pretty cool. And you well, said Machine Gun Kelly's doing one too. He's yeah, like, so he went like, from like rapper to emo yeah, so, artist. Like Machine Gun Kelly, like didn't like make the right. I don't want to say make. He made music, but it wasn't like finding like the connection with uh, his fan base or whatever. Um, but recently, within the last few years, he's been uh, working with Travis Barker, Travis Baker, of of Blink, to on production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like his sound now is like emo. Uh, and it's 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 like progress. It's like it's a strange kind of like progressive rock. I don't know what's like, I was like, hold up, it's not progressive. Fuck, it's it's. It's like if emo met trap in like this weird kind of way that it works, but not like the pop, uh, the punk goes crunk kind of like emo trying to be rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's interesting. It's almost like Fallout Boy, but a little a little bit like uh, more beat, more beats involved. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, yeah, it's a trip that emo music's coming back. Like, I, I secretly Loki like it. I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm, I'll listen to it. I hear one. Like, tight. And then, uh, but not only that music's coming back too, but also like stuff we've seen in the 2000s, like media wise, is now becoming like popular once again. And, you know, here you wrote like, how Squid Games was. You oh, finished it, right? Yeah, we're gonna go into Squid oh, Games just for a little I bit. It. I didn't finish Squid Games. I'm like one of those few people who didn't. Finish. You couldn't finish it. Um, I've been slow playing it. I because we don't have anything to watch. Like uh-huh. we're not up on everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, have you, you did you finish Squid Games? I finished it the moment I landed in here. <laughs> watch episodes on a plane. Well, what's what's your non-spoiler take on it? Like, what what, what do you think? No, I'm gonna agree. It it it's pretty much battle royale. It's this current generation's battle royale, and for us, like battle royale was such a like a mind boggling movie. That's like, what the fuck? This movie's crazy. And obviously, um, uh, what do you call it? It's it's interesting seeing these kind of like type of shows and movies just make it to the states and become popular to the states. I re- I remember we had this discussion about um parasite too and i said well i don't find like parasite that interesting compared to snow pincer right like yeah and not not that parasite was like a bad movie it's just i've seen movies like parasite already so i'm not impressed or i'm not like shocked or or in awe or anything like that it's still a good movie it just was never new i mean we saw old boy get a remake and then you know, Squid Games is pretty much a version of Battle Royale. Just like, but we've been exposed to like 
Asian media before. And so, like, I don't know. This is just not new to me. So the hype is, like, interesting. Hype, not hype. Or it's hype. Overrated. Not, you're just not interested. No, it, I'm like, it's good. Squid Games is good, but it's not new to me, I guess, is what I'm saying. No, I, I, I get it. I think the genre for what itself, like, there's, there was a Netflix series uh, that released last year, I want to say. Or Alice in Borderland. Alice I think. in Borderland. It's like the yeah. same thing. Where Similar, people, yeah. People are Battle in, Royale. Uh, yeah, they're they're playing a life Saw. and death game. Mm-hmm. So, so I got that sounds a little more time. horror. Yeah, 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 but more like the thing with Squid Games. It's just jumping into it, I was like, oh, this is just Battle Royale with less likable characters. <laughs> <laughs> There's some characters you'll, you'll like in there, but Battle Royale has like so many characters. But yeah, no, it yeah, definitely and can, the, rememberable characters. And the, and the, sure. like the way that some of those like characters were uh, uh, killed off in Battle Royale, which was kind of like random. It was kind of like um, comedic in a way. Comedic, yeah, yeah. It was comedic. Whereas the one like when people die, you kind of there's just like. There is that air of uh, uh, desperation. You're like, damn, like this is in real Squid for games them. Or... No, I'm seeing, yeah, like in Squid Games, where like, oh yeah, when, when some of the characters are even like the side characters or the extras and shit, it's like, damn, like this fucked up. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of Battle Royale. Games. You're like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> like, oh man, damn, that's fucked up, but it's crazy. This one's more like, oh, that's a fucked up game. Like, come on. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're trying to say. Okay, you know? okay. Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah. Like, like you kind of feel for it. Yeah, like, feel it, for was, it. it was like, you have 72 hours to fucking finish the game. Whereas, like, what game is like, well, here's a game, day one game. game per day. Like, oh, you have like 15 minutes to complete this game. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, true. yeah. The the characters are to me. The I mean, going through like the first three episodes or whatnot, it's not. Some of these characters, I, I it's hard for me to empathize with them. Like, I I get the desperation or like the you're trying to fix mistakes kind of like aspect of it, but it's not like it, it's not as as the. Uh, I think for the first half, it's not as kind of like pulling. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit! These kids on these island got a fucking like says, kids got a fucking yeah." This is a big difference, yeah. Yeah, it, this battle yeah. royale is more with kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right with the high school class. Right. And then because right. like when it comes to like, well, like I I would feel like um the battle royale too was it feel that's what kind of sweet game is because there's adults. Oh yeah, you know? I forgot there's a battle royale too. Yeah. There's like, remember, like, there's like the teams that they play, but then the teams that play uh, the battle royale. So, like, for me, it's like, oh, that's what it feels like. Like, it just kind of feels more like squid game So, huh. Interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it's, and, and I was talking about this with JV when he was here, like, yo, like, on Netflix, it's a trip how, like, Korean dramas, Korean. Anything Korean is being made and is being pushed 
but I'm like, yo, where's all the J dramas? Like, what? I, I want more of this shit like Battle Royale. Is it only Alice in Borderlands? Mm-hmm. I want more of, like the Japanese shit. Like, Harris House. Man, that's not the Talking. same, bro. <laughs> that's, that's not the same. Like, do I gotta watch like Takashi Miike like on my own? But I don't think Takashi Miike is like on fucking Netflix. I don't even think he's still making films anymore, right? Fucking like Japanese films are superior to Korean films. It's different. They're two different vibes for sure. Hundred percent, they're two different vibes. No, and and I think right now, and it's weird. And I know we talk about K-pop. I know we talk about BTS and Korean. Just like created, like just anything Korean right now is like so hot, like mm-hmm. in, in pop culture. Um, but like, I'm like I don't remember like 20 years ago that this this energy was like <laughs> a thing. <laughs> a thing. Yeah. Like, I remember like K dramas were like a thing for like like a other niche. Asian, yeah, a niche, yeah, like, it was only Asian Americans yeah. like into it, like. And like the weird anime kids were like into like K dramas, but not like not like not this. Like we're like now, where everyone like has a favorite member of BTS, Blackpink. That's true. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's it's in like K pop con and like BTS is selling out in the US. It's it's, it's it's a different moment for like a different vibe and, and where we're at. Because I mean, you you used to listen to K pop in the early two thousands too, right? Oh yeah, like SES and oh shit, yeah. There's one you knew about. I forgot about. I was like a, I was an international channel. It was like, uh, uh Baby Vox. There you go, uh, Baby Vox. Baby, yeah. I, I'm always on. I was always on Baby Vox. What's <laughs> up? Yeah. I heard Baby Vox in such a long time. I know. No one talks about Baby Vox, but it's like a classic K-pop to me. It's like. And then yeah, it's like ten years later, just, like yeah, you, you know, got like, Mflow, and and like Mflow had like a concert in the U.S. Just a trip. All these J- two thousand things. J-pop happened. had a fucking moment, but like J-pop never oh, got. Man. J-pop didn't doesn't get the same kind of like play recognition. As, like, yeah, yeah. Well, it, with it was with way different. Exception to Yutada Hikaru because the, he Kingdom made Hearts. the fucking uh, what's the Kingdom Hearts? He did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know the vibes like that. I mean, look, oh, even Galleon's back. <laughs> so it's just. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, it's just so... a lot of things from like the '90s and 2000s are just coming back. That's it's so it's a weird, and I know, I know we talk about this. Uh, like this is like the the core of our podcast of like '90s and like anime and like gamer and nerd culture. It's mm-hmm. it's a weird moment to be in a right now where. The stuff we kind of like talk about and like this is like our niche that our niche is becoming like retro for a new yeah. generation I'm like whoa so what's bizarre going, what's going on like it's like part of their pop culture so i'm just like wait what this is cool uh, i'm cool <laughs> like i was telling jv i was i was walking over here in portland um about a couple months ago and uh i had my nerve shirt on and some dude yeah. some dude just gave me like hey bro nice shirt i was like hey thanks man i was like oh shit 
I've, I've in my in my twenty in, in my like ten years of owning this like nerve shirt, no one said a thing to me. And then it's like, oh hey, what's up, Evangelion nerd? What's up, fellow <laughs> nerd? What what uh, Evangelion? Which suit would you pilot? <laughs> Wait, did he really ask you that? No, I was just fucking. Kidding. Oh, I was about to say that would have been that would have been just tight. Like a subtext, man. I'm like, yo, what? That would have been tight if he did. Like, which one would you pilot? Zero one, no, obviously. But, <laughs> but the thing is, like, Evangelion always has like a movie every two years. It's the last. It's well, the last one now, so it's. Done is it now. like the last last one? Yeah, Amazon released it, so that's it. That's it. That's the conclusion to the four part movie series. See, that's the trip. Because I'm like, man, I remember it was so hyped to to get that uh, the part one it was like 2012. Something like that, yeah. There was a good, there was a good five, six year gap between the final movie and the third movie. Yeah, and having the extra it was a trip, yeah. yeah, and it had extra characters, yeah, and different story plot altogether from the third and fourth movies. Just a completely different story plot. It's like ten years into the future kind of thing. It's bizarre. It's a trip. You should watch it if you have Amazon Prime. Dude, oh, fuck, I. I yeah. It's on my watch list, but it's like JV's been here. Like, yo, being a parent is how the fuck do you have time to watch movies during the day? <laughs> like, I don't what I don't have time. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's like it's okay. true. Yeah, it's definitely true. Yeah, and I feel for you. Definitely feel for you. So, <laughs> what's up? No, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought here. Go ahead. Well, uh, just going back um, when we were in our last episode, it's kind of like a follow-up from our previous episode, but uh, we were talking about wearables, <laughs> and you found this interesting article on AirPods, so can you talk about, about that for a little bit? Well, first of all, I will say I I did predict something about wearables and AirPods, uh, how that's going to be the next future thing like the most kind of like acceptable uh tech moving forward so it was announced during kind of like the the new airpods are coming out right and um what's the tech and the kind of the infra app infrastructure for the new airpods is going to be a trip where it's going to be more health related and gonna track you kind of when you wear them like it's gonna be more receptive to like your posture your heart rate and like it's gonna bump up like your hearing like as a hear like a hearing aid so it's like yo this is like literally the only kind of acceptable wearable tag (laughs) because it's the most discreet no one you're not recording anybody like or you're not snapping photos on like Facebook Ray Bands. Like this is it. This is like the next future thing of uh of where we're at in like wearable technology. The the future thing is really just it's just modifying the current tech <laughs> to yeah. make it more smart. It's basically the whole world's gonna be your phone's gonna be your main this is gonna be your main thing. And then there's going to be peripherals around it that's supposed to benefit you. So I think that's where the technology 
ecosystem is it's her you know your your phone's your god pretty much and yeah they're gonna build I mean, things around it yeah because if if like for me i don't i don't have any kind of wearable watch but i you? don't like no, i i don't have i don't oh. uh smartwatch i don't do smartwatch. oh okay i thought you did no i'm saying it's like yeah smartwatch like but then it's like yo when we get to a point where like you're your AirPods, your uh, whatever your headphones are connected to your phone, like it's gonna have that kind of Internet of Things of like it's gonna be in, telling you your heart rate, mm-hmm. kind of like a heads up display, like a like a Jarvis in your ear. Your Siri becomes Jarvis. Oh no! <laughs> and then and then it becomes Ultron. I'm like I don't fucking know, man. Hey, guys, get too crazy. <laughs> IBM Watson's coming back for everybody. IBM Watson is gonna be ultra. I'm telling you, that's that's the shit. It's gonna command. Like, it's gonna get too smart. <laughs> it's gonna get too smart. I, you know, so when we were talking, about, when you're talking about that with Apple, Apple's yeah. ambitions is to go to healthcare. I mean, if you think about it, Tim Cook doesn't have like a a thing that he's gonna be remembered for, and I think he's trying to find it right now. Kind of like how Steve Jobs was the iPhone, right? iPhone, iPad. Yeah. yeah. Tim Cook doesn't have one yet. It's just building on what Steve Jobs has already accomplished. So we're going to see like what Tim Cook's going to do. Is it going to is it going to become is it going to make the iCar or is it going to make the the health tech? So I'm very curious to see what uh, Tim Cook's a uh, big accomplishment with Apple is going to be soon. Other than making them like a super rich company, but it's nothing like it's just business operations. You know what I mean? Not a something like dang under Tim Cook this happened. You know what I mean? Something great well, happened. Yeah, is it yeah, gonna be a car? I, is it gonna be health tech? I think it's gonna be health. It, be. Yeah, every single like big tech company is going there. We, like, we got that with Google. We're getting that with Amazon. You know, Amazon bought the pill packers, and now you could do fill your own subscription uh, subscription prescriptions. On Wait, didn't we also Amazon go to do an episode about how Amazon bought the 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 life extending company, the startup. No, no, no. That, that, that was just Jeff Bezos investing too. That's oh, that was not thing. okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, two things, two different point? things. Fuck, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, They're both in space. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> Tim Cook just wants to figure his like legacy now. I get it. Yeah, and then he doesn't have a cool fucking Stanford speech. Like that's what he just needs, man. <laughs> Google is going through something similar with their Google AI. I mean, that's their, that's going to be their baby in the future is Google AI. And they've already been doing health studies in India and, you know, with them acquiring Fitbit, how they're going to, you know, how they're going to utilize Fitbit with Google health and whatnot. I mean, what sucks is they like their, their, their technology off or their CEO of Google health went to another medical company, but you know, they, they still have it in the background. They're just, I'm excited to see what they're going to do next with it because uh, well, those three companies it, are going to yeah. go at it. No, because I was going to say like, like Fitbit like has been slacking. <laughs> like, like I know Google bought it like a few years ago. It just mm-hmm. it doesn't capture that same kind of like coolness as an Apple Watch or like a wearable like Samsung device. But can you say the same thing about Apple when they bought? Beats. They just took Beats stuff and made that uh, AirPods. I mean, if you think about it right now, Beats is still owned by Apple, and it's just like 
every time Beats produces something, makes something out or makes a new headphones, kind of like these are better than the AirPods. Like, yeah, but at the same time, it's like uh, you know, there's there's so many marketing dollars thrown at uh, Beats and the mm-hmm. endorsements from Beats and all that shit, the collabs with Beats. It's just like it's because like they make so much kind of like um, for lack of a better word, like term, like public relations noise like it kind of like keeps them kind of in the conversation and all that but it's like fitbit is like we're they huh? were the original they were they the were. original were. yeah so i that's why i, I want to see where um, google is going to take fitbit because their google ai is super smart so we'll see how they're going to utilize their google ai for fitbit I think in the end, I think Google might win it just because I think their technology just is way better than Apple's in that. I think Apple makes the best looking products. No, it's you true. can probably get Apple and Google. If they combine, they can probably make hella good stuff. But So, so, so financial advice, do we need to invest in Google versus Apple alphabet? I mean, I'm just kidding. You can, you can say it though. You can say it though. No financial. Say Okay, let's. I mean, let's put up some numbers real quick. Uh, Google. Make sure I know this correctly, because I know Google. Like, it's crazy how Google and Apple have just been rising in their stock prices. So just both companies are good, obviously. Uh, like this year alone, Apple's already up ten percent. Google, Google and Apple are just growing like crazy. Anyways, but yeah, that's <laughs> wearables, health tech. That's the future. It could be as cool as uh, those fucking bracelets from middle school that you just attach to your wrist. The, the thing about, you know what the fuck like, I'm talking about? I do know. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back full circle. Let's bring back the 2000s. Everything fashion applied to your technology. And We're it, all going to have fucking Motorola. Razors now. That's the, the future of phones. The future of phones is going to be a dumb phone. <laughs> like, look at mine. Mine doesn't connect. I'm totally disconnected, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so with with what we're saying about, like, wearable tech, we're, like, refreshing it. And we're with Google and Apple. Like, what's what's your prediction here? Like, what we, what, 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 I guess, Health product uh, between Google, Apple, any other Microsoft, any other competitors. What's the kind of like ceiling, in your opinion, of what AI and health? Like, what's what is it? Because I'm like, I am so short sighted. I have no idea what like healthcare or like anything health related in AI. I'm like, bro, like. It's a trip how my fucking, like, uh, when I see an Apple Watch detect my heart rate, that shit is like, what? <laughs> so what does that mean in health, bro? Like, well, I don't fucking it, know. Like, what's your future? Like, what's your future take? I, 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 you know, those heart readings and whatnot don't really mean anything because a lot of it's not accurate. I think it's just good for monitoring. I think it's just if you spot trends in your own, like, health body, sure, you will do something about it. Um... I think the oxygen reader on the mm-hmm. Apple Watch is not great. 
I mean, they're not supposed to be supplementary or they're not supposed to be replacement for actual medical devices that do all these readings, but they're just supposed to give you like a spot check. Like, Hey, you know, you haven't been doing this or this and this. I mean, that's what Fitbit did. They want you to be more physically active. So they ask you to walk around. Um, but I think a lot of it's going to go more into like the diagnosing and research just because if, uh, an eye scan from Google can tell you if you have diabetes, if you're a smoker, if you're a man, woman, how old you are, if it can tell all of that from your eye scan, like I think that's where they're gonna, it's going to go to the hospitals and the clinics. I don't think it's going to go to wearable techs. Um, I think the wearable techs are just mm-hmm. going to be something convenient for you to like monitor. Like if, for example, if you have a, like if your doctor wants you to monitor your blood pressure, it's like just do a daily log of your blood pressure. I mean, you could probably, or whatever like that. I'm pretty sure your future Apple watch can do that for you. It'll just start taking your blood pressure in like random times of the day and just have like an average per day. So you can show it to your doctor. Ooh, Something like that. Something that, like that. That sounds, that sounds very like plausible. So we can bookmark. Yeah, it's just I'm trying to think. I want to think of everything too grand or crazy. That's that's for the hospitals and the the clinics, but everything else I think would be pretty interesting. Like until they find like a Theranos wave, like you can like your your watch can randomly stick you and it can tell your glucose levels. That'd be pretty dope. But I mean, that's I don't think that's ever going to happen. But who knows? Who knows? But blood pressure. Steps, heart rate. I mean, does it even matter if you have like a high heart rate? I guess I don't know. Well, yeah, it's kind of like all those kind of like quick diagnoses. Like I can see that happening, or like in in the next few years that they um, incorporate kind of like you know how California has that kind of uh, app, not app, but like the feature where like yo. Somebody in your like areas tested COVID, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing, but like for everything. <laughs> oh shit, somebody has like SARS. Oh shit, somebody has fucking malaria. I, I don't know, whatever disease. That's so virus. dystopian. Yeah, that's super dystopian. That's, that's creepy. <laughs> that's going to be like that. That's, that's like part of our, our, our future, I think. Because like, so- wearable tech, like, that's like, yo, <laughs> hey. <laughs> How do you imagine? Yeah. I know we're gonna. I'm gonna go off and like. We're fucking tangenting, but yeah, we're tangenting. But I'm just curious. Like, where do you like? How do you imagine the future of medicine? Um, going back to our 5G episode, like everything's gonna be remote, dog. <laughs> so, what if the ideal future was um, all your medications are tailored to your body? So, for example. Like for for example, like a Tylenol five hundred milligram tablet, right? All that, all these generic tablets were modeled off like a a white male at like okay. thirty something years old. But yeah. then, like the real like where medicine wants to go is, um, it looks at your body, your weight, your blood, your lab readings, and it will customize your Tylenol that will work exactly for you. That's like the future, I think of where they want to take medicine but it doesn't have to just be Tylenol it, it could be like antibiotics and antivirals and like all the important medications too I think that's uh, where, uh, where it's going to go unless we all have like nano machines from like Bill Gates 
put into our body and all those nanomachines will just regulate our our symptoms instantly. And that's that's a future of medicine right there. Nanomachine me- me- uh, medical technology. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think well, <laughs> I I could see that happening about the uh your your Custom medicine, yeah. Prescription will adjust, will like have the ability to adjust the correct dosage to your kind of DNA. Like that's, yeah. that's I could see that happening because that's a trip. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's like if nano machines were dirt cheap. That sounds like that's what you would do. Just fucking regenerate your arm every time someone cuts that shit off. That's what I'm saying. Like that's not like that. That sounds like you would do that, right? Like, that's like oh, <laughs> my own arm 3D prints my own new arm. <laughs> it's just kidding. Okay. That's, I mean, that's how Frieza came back every time, like, Trunks, Trunks fucked him up, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Okay, let's, let's bring this back. <laughs> we just had, like, a weird medical dystopian tangent for, like, a good 15 minutes. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, but basically what we're saying is like the future and health is, is there's still that's where the jobs are going to be. That's where the economy is going, essentially. And speaking of the, the economy, economy is not going anywhere, dog. We yeah, all broke. We all broke. <laughs> we're in the great resignation and uh, Irwin sent me the video of like Simon Sinek just talking about that. And his my my fucking it. antagonist, like I hate Simon Sinek. Fucking it's so weird. I love Simon. <laughs> <I laughs> <love Simon laughs> only because only because he did that one TED talk and he's got me like he's like yeah millennial blah blah blah. You don't know how to manage millennial. I'm like fuck you, dog. Fuck but that was so talk. long ago. Like how, I wonder how he it's feels now. So long ago. Yeah, now it's different when I when I shared it, I shared you that uh, uh, TikTok. I was like, man, in, in my head, I was like, yo. Simon Sinek got old. Like it's yeah. also like how Gary V. Is, damn, Gary V. got old too. Like it's a trip. Yeah. So it's just like you know we're talking about the great res- uh, resignation, and I was like, I, I was kind of, I believe that it's it's company culture, and uh, I think uh, you know me, I'm a pure capitalist, so I believe that bad companies should uh, go bankrupt, and <laughs> we should let the good companies doing a good job take care of their folks. <laughs> This is also a side tangent. I think eventually we, this our 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 podcast is going to end up being like ridiculousness or like Tosh point or whatever. We, we need to have like visual references to like what we're talking about. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, no one's gonna fucking know. No one cares about Simon Sinek in 2021. That's okay. Fair. 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 Okay, yeah, we need to get better at our show notes, but yeah. Anyways, no, no, no. It's it's not about our show notes. It's about like, oh, we need to adjust to our our audience here. Like, they're like, what do you mean, Irwin shared a TikTok video with about Simon Sinek and and the Great Resignation? Where does this energy come from? Why does he hate Simon Sinek so much? <laughs> it will be it explored throughout the series. No, 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 no. Job um, markets are changing. Job market. Where we got? Go, go, go. Supply, uh, supply is changing. Obviously, now, you know the whole industry back then used to practice like lean startup, and but now everyone's kind of looking at what 
Amazon and Apple did. And now they're going to go vertical and control their supply line now. So it makes me wonder when manufacturing is going to come back to the U.S. and how that would change. And it makes me wonder Fucking how soon, um, man. Yeah. And, and it makes me wonder, like, well, the reason why we never did manufacturing here is manufacturing is so expensive. Like, you actually have to pay people good money to manufacture here. And then, and we're, oh, yeah, look where we're at now. Everyone's just dibbing their jobs anyway. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, well, that's why we need robots. That's robotics is the future of manufacturing. And it is, but we're not quite there. We're not there yet. Yeah. We're, we're not, not like, we're not like Japan where it's or not. Amazon or Tesla. It's like a lot of those things are done by robots now. It's crazy. But... Oh, is it? Fuck. I don't know, man. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah, like. So Amazon's um when Amazon like transfer packages and stuff, it's all robots. A lot of robots will like go to the warehouse and put stuff away or something like that. It, it's so, bizarre. So yeah. people so the, the actual like human labor is in other things. Yeah. Other like the the logistics transporting. Is that that I think the packaging but like I have to show you this video about these robots that Amazon bought early 2000s and they just zip around the store moving product around it's it's a trip it's a trip i you i did see a me. video from the, the long beach uh the long beach uh docks mm-hmm. about how like they're they have robot trucks where they the robot trucks move the uh the, the containers off the ship and onto like trucks. That shit is a trip. Damn. So I'm like, oh, that's like that. It's like that part in Interstellar where it's all just robotic trucks. Eventually, we're gonna get there, right? Eventually, we're gonna get to electric driverless trucks. That's the future of uh, trucking too. Is uh, self-driving trucks. But like, like right now, with within this kind of like great resignation of like people just dipping their like corporate jobs. Dipping like just company culture that doesn't just doesn't fit their kind of uh, lifestyle anymore. Like, I sure, totally yeah. understand that, and it's it, the the largest kind of great re- like part of the great resignation is like food and hospitality. Like, mm-hmm. robots, yo. We had to go back to like our Kaifu Lee thing episode on AI and robotics. <laughs> Because we talked about it a lot there about the future of labor. Oh man, we're so yeah, ahead of so future, much shit. <laughs> like, yeah. the, the thing is, though, and I, I know we talk about this and like UBI, right? we're so far away from that. Like, we're so far away from UBI, universal basic income. We're so far away from like 100% robotics. And I think right now it's like, yeah, you can have a great resignation, and our like the companies are trying to lure back in and re- retain so many so much workers like and recruit workers but like if people don't want to work but there's available jobs so what does that do like it's it's hard to kind of like make the case for ubi like I, in my opinion right now it is so hard it's like, gonna be really you, hard <laughs> you make that point if there's like available jobs everywhere yeah you're gonna need UBI when you uh, uh, applies to working economy, but people are still 
underpaid for sure. Right now it's a little different, but makes me wonder like maybe some of these businesses should just go out of business. Reality of it, right? Because the good companies are standing. The good mom and pop shops are still standing. The good, they're, I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but they're all like some of these stores that stay open, like they must be doing something right. Well, like, the, like just, just to wrap, you know, I don't, just to put my piece on it, like when it comes to supply chains and, and moving things closer to like manufacturing to America, like it started to feel that way because of the way that COVID had fucked everything up, right? So, like, and because mm-hmm. everything was being made in China, all the all the computer ships for like everything, and shipping those from here, and having the the ports on the west coast being like traffic jammed and backlogged. Mm-hmm. So, like, that shit, like, to to be out of a, a if your used car has more value now than when you bought it, that, that's kind of like. Like if it's just like a standard, yeah. color, right? Like why does it, yeah. it? It's not supposed to kind of keep it value. Like I know what Toyota is supposed to keep its value, but not like increase because of like the shortage com- computer shifts. That shit doesn't make sense. So I think with big ticket items and and your your basic electronics, there has to be a way for these companies to be like, yo, like these these shortages are 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 killing our bottom line. So we gotta move forward supply chain closer to like the US or like mm-hmm. European market or whatever. Uh, like it doesn't matter. It just matters like the the distribution is closer to production. Or rather the production is closer to distribution. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, we actually got pretty uh, deep on that. Us. One. We're fucking deep and shit. Look at us. Look at us. Sweet. <laughs> Sorry, Where's the, um, I thought the clip. Where's the clip? I didn't hear the clip. Oh, oh you didn't hear? It. No. Look at us. Hey, there. look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah. yeah, and like we come in. This, this is kind of like our, our. We we do our fucking nerdy thing, but then we get into like macroeconomic kind of <laughs> and health and tech. I don't know. Like for us, it's just like this is just about our our nerdist kind of takes and, and how like the economy and all that influences kind of like our, our nerdist pop culture. I mean, I guess you can also say yeah. that 2008 recession came back for <laughs> everything. From the everything's 2000s. coming from the 2000s is coming back, uh, but not like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, that's gonna be a war with China. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I hope we don't. Oh, what, no what was that? Oh, man, there was a there was a TikTok I, I saw. It's like it's, um, the the teenagers won in 2001 back, so we gave them a recession and uh, <laughs> the Taliban. <laughs> Damn! Damn! That's Damn. a deep. Yeah. Okay, real deep. Anyway. Okay. Let's wrap this shit up. Let's wrap it up. Things were hyped so long. What you got? Oh shit. Things I'm hyped on. Um fuck, I don't have anything. Like I'm not hyped about anything at the moment. What about you? Oh, okay. No, no. I do have something I'm hyped about. Travel. I think travel I think is a perfect time to travel. 
more people aren't at home anymore. So uh, you have more time to yourself when you're traveling. So I think this is a perfect time to travel if you can do it. Is yes. it? Financially, yeah. physically able, like if you, you got that, yeah. Travel. Best time to travel. Yeah, I just I just saw JV. JV hung out for a few days, so nobody caught COVID or anything. So everything's good. I mean, I got I got a, like the cold at max. That's <laughs> I coughed a few times. I'm like, <laughs> do it? No, I'm good. Not the same. <laughs> Not the same. Um, what about you? I am hyped about the undercover Evangelion collabo. That oh shit is. That, would you I know. I know. You, that I, I know. So you good. shared me the 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 lookbook a couple months ago, where it was like the zero one hoodie, the jacket rather, uh, and like the full on mask and all that. Like, that shit's cool. But then there was more like leaks the last few days about uh, the collection. Like there's the there's a sweater that's really sick that has a silhouette of the angel. Um, yeah, and like uh, that's like a jacket with like an outline drawing of Shinji. So it's like the thing about anime right now is like it's it's become so mainstream where we're getting um, like top notch designers doing like collabs and we're doing really kind of like not just like green print hoodies. <laughs> Yeah. Or like really simple hoodies, like or shirts or whatever. It's like there's some really quality shit coming out. Of like anime stuff. That's that anime clothing is like that's not new shit. It's it's really cool. Fuck, like I, I fuck. It's it's just dope shit. It's yeah, especially, and I think it applies more with this generation of like Gen Zers too. It's because majority of them know what anime is, and yeah, it's just it's it's fun seeing. Japanese anime culture and uh, integrate with pop culture, like modern pop culture now. So, yo, thank you. Thank you. So, there's also a uh, Spalding uh, Evangelion basketball here, curious too. Ooh. I know, right? Just, Evangelion, that's like one of the dopest collaborations of all time. I have like a whole website on it. I don't have the website, but I know the website about it. Radio Ava, check it out. <laughs> Tokyo, too. Anyways, yeah, that's it for me. I don't got right. anything else. I, I got nothing else either. I mean, this is, uh, it's been episode 38. 38, boys. 38. I'm going to hit the exit song. <laughs>